Welcome back to Four in Tow Podcast, where homeschool moms can find encouragement on their journeys through homeschooling. I'm your host, Elizabeth. This is episode 11. Today, we're going to talk about reading curriculum. Now, I'm no expert in teaching reading. I've just taught three of my children how to read, and I've used three different curriculum to do that. So I'm going to give you my review of the three curriculum that I have used to help teach my children how to read. We are jumping right in, people. Learning to read. Everybody has their own philosophy um, for teaching kids how to read or when to read or when a child is ready to read. And there's all kinds of different thoughts on this. Personally, I just kind of waited until my kids were like, hey, how do you read this? How do you read this? How do you read this? And for each of my kids, it's been a little bit different age. My oldest was four when she started asking. My second daughter was closer to six. My son was five. And now my youngest daughter, who is just now four, is she's not asking how, but she's just repeating what she's listening to when when she's hearing me teach the two middle kids. So it's been an interesting journey watching each child learn at their own pace and in their own way. My approach for you today in sharing these curriculum is to give you my pros and my cons. So everybody's going to have different pros and cons to these curriculum, but this is just what I found as my pros and cons for each of these curriculum. So when my oldest daughter was ready to learn to read, I started looking into different curriculum, different books, different ways to teach her how to read. One of my friends who had older homeschooled children was getting rid of her early elementary education curriculum and things. And she asked me if I wanted this book called Teach Your Child to Read in 100 Easy Lessons by Siegfried Engelman, Phyllis Haddock, and Elaine Brunner. When I got it from her and started leafing through it. My One of my aunts was in town visiting and she got really excited. She said, oh, that's how I taught all my kids to read. You're going to love it. I decided to give it a chance. It is just that. It is 100 easy lessons. They take, they start with letters that you see often like S and M and uh, E-A as a combined vowel, long vowel sound and A as a short vowel sound. They write it in huge text with big arrows underneath going from left to right to show the child you start here and you go this direction from the left to the right and you read these sounds. This is the sound S and everything is written out in red for the teacher to say. So this is the letter S. When you see S, it makes the sound S, 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 and then you're supposed to say it and use your finger to go underneath it. Um, and show the child, you use your finger to follow along, and then you move on to the M. And that is every lesson, you add a few more sounds. After the child gets a few sounds under their belt, then they are moved on to a few harder sounds, eventually short sentences, then short paragraphs. And then by the time you get to the end of the book, the text has gotten smaller, and the paragraph has turned into a full page of written text that they read. The pros of this approach that I saw was that my oldest daughter learned to read very quickly. It could be her learning style. Um, 
could be part of it. But also because they just throw it at you, they just here is here's S, it says S, and now read it in this word, sat. Uh, it just is quick. They learn, you're learning words very quickly. For me, what I found, though, was the cons were she didn't know why. When it wasn't in the context of that book, she had trouble reading outside of that book. Uh, it wasn't translating that anytime you see an S, it is the sound S. And when my second daughter came along, I tried using that same book, and it was a disaster. It, she, My second daughter is the one who struggles with dyslexia, and this is not the book to use for struggling readers. My son, who is a visual learner, has used it a little bit and has liked it. It teaches the phonetic, phonetic sounds of each letter, but not in a linear way, which for what I mean by that is like, it's not the first thing you learn. Um, a lot of reading programs, they'll teach short vowel sounds and consonant sounds, and then they'll move on to long vowel sounds. They'll move on to blends, which are like cons two, two consonants together, like TH or CH, SH, NT, LK, those type of things. And then you move on to vowel pairs from there. Teach your child to read in 100 easy lessons does not do that. They start off within the first few lessons teaching you the long vowel sound E-A uh, when E and A go together. For example, in the word eat or seat. And for my kids anyway, for my brain that didn't, didn't work for me because we needed to, in my mind, we needed to figure out short vowel sounds first. And it seemed as if my oldest daughter uh, struggled with that as well. As soon as we separated the two short vowel sounds versus long vowel sounds, it made much more sense. So because my oldest daughter was, was not quite comprehending the two different types of vowel sounds, we moved on to The Ordinary Parent's Guide to Teaching Reading by Jesse Wise and Sarah Buffington. This book, I, I love their setup. They actually start with the phonetic short vowel sounds, and they have you memorize verbally a little poem about the short vowels with your kids very first. The first five lessons are, here's a poem about the short vowels. Here is A. So lesson one, you memorize two lines about the letter A and its short vowel sound. And you move on from there to all the consonants. And they have a poem for all the consonant sounds. And you're supposed to help your child memorize that. For my oldest daughter and my son, this has been the book that has taught them how to read. That approach has been terrific. And actually, even my youngest daughter right now, my four-year-old, she has been doing that. She has been memorizing the poems with my son and is starting to pick up, recognize some of the letters and tell me the phonetic sounds, not necessarily telling me what letter they are, but she'll tell me that is B, 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 mom, or that is mm, mm, mm. For me, I really like this curriculum a lot because of how it was laid out, starting with short vowel sounds, then consonant sounds, and then mixing the two and going through different word families, like at word words, so like sat, bat, mat, cat, and going through. And then the book is very extensive. So it goes through blends, it goes through vowel pairs, long vowel sounds, and then odd things like E-I-G-H and how does that sound, T-I-O-N, how do those things sound, different combinations of letters that are just odd, 
I'm trying to think of some of the ones that I did with my oldest daughter. It also goes through long words and teaches kids how to read four and three and four syllable words. You don't have to go through the book in one year. As a matter of fact, I, with my oldest daughter, I took my time and it took us a couple of years. If you start in kindergarten, you could go through it in three years just because you don't want to rush learning reading. At least my approach to teaching reading is just let the kids work through it at their own pace. And so that's been my experience at least. So my oldest daughter, even even in third grade, we hadn't quite gotten through all the very ending bits. And so I, at the end of the year, I just sat down with her and said, hey, do you know these things? Because she's taught herself to read some things on her own. But this is going to be the one that my son and my youngest daughter will be using to learn to read. Oh, another pro that I liked about this book was that it's just the book. And actually, I could say that about Teach Your Child to Read in 100 Easy Lessons as well. You don't need anything else for these two curriculum. You just need the book, which is perfect for a mom with many kids or someone who's teaching multiple grades because you don't need anything extra. It's just that, just the book. I really liked that then I don't need anything. I don't need to buy extra workbooks for each kid as they come to that level. But that that could be a pro, but it could also be a con because there's nothing else for them to read beyond that book. Um, and if they don't know, if, if their vocabulary isn't extensive, if, if their sight reading words are not extensive, and if they aren't sure how to sound stuff out very well yet, they don't have very many things they can read. The other con would be that because this is only just one big textbook, it's not good for kids with learning disabilities. And so that brings me to my second daughter and her struggle with dyslexia. The one thing that I'm learning about my daughter, um, is, my second daughter, is that she really does well if she can hold something. If she can use her hands to help her figure out which direction the letters are or the numbers are or whatever it is she's looking at. So when we were struggling to do things like memorize the short vowel poem and we spent six months trying to figure out the difference between E and I in the Ordinary Parents Guide to Teaching Reading book, and I was trying to work through it with my, with my daughter and she could not figure it out. So I, middle of the school year, said, let's do some research. My husband's like, whatever you need to do, just get her whatever curriculum she needs. So I went and did some research and found All About Reading by Marie Ripple. I was already familiar with this curriculum as we use the All About Spelling curriculum, also by Marie Ripple. I had heard good things about the All About Reading program. But as I did my research, I was realizing that this was the curriculum that kept coming up for parents with children of dyslexia. And it was often said, this is the one that taught my kids to read. This is what I used. This is what I used. The pros for me with the All About Reading program is that it w worked to teach my daughter how to read. It worked. <laughs> and to me, that's all I needed. The way that this program is set up, it has a lot of pieces to it. It has, there's a teacher's manual that gives you the lesson plans, shows you what to read, what to go over, what to say. It has all the lessons broken down for which sounds you're teaching in a given lesson, tells you what parts of the curriculum, and I'll explain the parts in a minute, what parts you need, breaks it down into several steps and shows 
this complete this part and then complete this part and helps um helps you know exactly how to approach the reading process so these parts the curriculum is a teacher's guide a student workbook and a student pack the student pack includes a set of alphabet tiles that have little magnets on the back they're like laminated cardstock with magnets on the back and there's at least two and sometimes three of each letter and you use those small squares they're about one inch square that you use those tiles to spell out the words so that the child can see each word spelled out with these tiles and you um, do this little game I, I guess it's a game you, you do this little thing where you morph the word so I'll explain what I mean so you use the magnet tiles on like a whiteboard, a magnet board, something like that. And you'll spell out a word. They'll tell you what to do. So they'll, they'll have you spell out the word, let's say, mat. And you have the kid read M-A-T, mat. And then you leave the letters there except for one letter and you change one letter. So let's say we change the M for S and now we have the word sat. And we have the, the child read the word sat. And then you change one letter. So let's say we'll change the T to a D. And it makes the word sad. Does that make sense? And then you can change the S to an M and have mad. So they're reading similar sounds from one word to the next. But it's consistently the new word every time. So they're seeing how the similar sounds go from one word to another word. And they're using their hands to change the tiles or watching you do it, and they're using their finger to go underneath each tile and read it out, sound out each sound. There's no memorizing of the different sounds as far as like a poem or anything like that, just uh, like the um, Ordinary Parent's Guide to Teaching Reading. So it's just something, it's just the repetition of going over and over the fact that the short vowel A sound is A, and short vowel E is E etc. They do start with short vowel sounds and the most common consonant sounds and they move on from there to blends and expand the consonants from there after they get through all the short vowel sounds. Also included in the curriculum are a set of cards. At the end of each lesson they will have a series of words that are going to be the child's sight reading words. And those are all written out or printed out on cards that come in the student pack. Those cards act as flashcards that you hand the child and they can read these flashcards with one word per card. So they get to read the word mat on one card, sat on another, sad and mad etc. So the words that they learned within the context of the lesson, they're now seeing them on a card. After you get into a few lessons, then they have readers as well, books with short stories in them for the child to read that incorporate the words that are on their sight reading cards and that they have used that you have spelled out with the alphabet tiles. You can also get a student workbook and each lesson has a corresponding activity that they can do to either write out or color or read something about. Um, 
with the words that they learned in the course of the lesson. Lots of repetition, lots of ways of seeing the exact same word or words over and over again. And that has really helped my daughter with dyslexia learn how to read. Um, She is learning slower than the other kids, but that's okay. Um, She's still showing progress every month. And so I'm very happy with using this curriculum and plan on using it with her until she's very proficient in her reading. One con that I see with the curriculum is that it does have so many little bits. Because for me personally, I learn really well with a textbook, which is why The Ordinary Parent's Guide to Teaching Reading is my favorite. But for my daughter, it does not work for her. And so all the little bits are perfect. So extra things for learning reading or for teaching reading. I'm going to give honorable mention to the Bob book series from Scholastic. These tiny little books are incredibly annoying because they're so short, so small, and tiny, tiny little words, like short words. Not tiny print. It's big print, but short words. But I love them for my kids' sake because as they are starting to learn how to read, they want to read everything, but they can't read everything yet because especially when they start, they don't have the ability to read all the words right now. And Bob books start with short vowel sounds and common consonant sounds and build and build and build. They're short, they're illustrated, and they're simple. They're perfect for kids who are just learning how to read. All three of my kids who have started to learn to read have read through the first collection of Bob books. And every time the look on their faces, they just love that feeling of accomplishment they get after having read through the books. If they need something extra to read on top of what they've already done in the curriculums that they've used, giving them one of the Bob books when they don't have to ask me how to read XYZ or they don't have to ask me how to read this word or that word because they can sound it out because they, the Bob books are just that, just little stair steps into introducing reading through an entire book. So that is what I have used for teaching reading. It's what's worked best for me and my family. What about you? What do you use? Do you use any of these curriculum or do you have another one that's your absolute favorite? One more thing in teaching reading, <laughs> I had I have had several mothers who are experienced homeschool moms who have gone through the same process I have and highly encourage me to read aloud to my kids. So even as you're teaching your kids to read, don't stop reading aloud to them. I'm just going to say that right now <laughs> and leave it at that. And we'll come back to that topic later because it deserves its own episode. I'm going to post links to all of these curriculum that I've I've talked about in the show notes so that you can go find them. If you have any questions about any of these curriculum or if you have a reading curriculum that you're interested in, let me know. Uh, if you have any questions or you want to tell me about one, please don't hesitate to write to me or reach out. I'd love to hear what you guys think. And I am collecting a group of interviews to be released um, either later this year or maybe early next year, interviewing different homeschool moms who use various 
teaching styles so that we can get a firsthand account um, from other people. You've heard, you're hearing my eclectic style right now on this podcast, but maybe you are a homeschool mom or you know somebody who's a homeschool mom who uses different styles than I use or different curriculum than I use. I'm looking to interview people so that I can share with you guys other people's firsthand experiences using different styles than I use because I want to be an encouragement to every homeschool mom. I just did my first interview last week with a classical conversations mom, and she actually uses Charlotte Mason as well. And I've reached out to a mom who uses Waldorf method, but I'm currently looking for a mom who uses, or a dad or a guardian, who uses a school at home approach. If you use a school at home approach to homeschooling, I would love to interview you. Let me know if that's something you'd be interested in by messaging me on one of my social media platforms, either Facebook or Instagram, or messaging me from my website. And let me know because I'm setting up interviews to to, uh, record those and give me some time to edit them before I release them later this year or early next year. Uh, So that's it for today's episode. You can find me, Foreign Toe Podcast. Uh, Like, follow, subscribe on all the socials, all the places, Foreign Toe Podcast. Um, I just wanted to thank my Patreons for your continued support to help me keep this podcast up and running. I really appreciate you guys. You're awesome. If you want to be part of my Marco Polo community, go download the Marco Polo app. Join me on Patreon. Let me know that you're on Marco Polo. I will add you to our Patreon group. I've been talking with them about, I've been showing them my curriculum that I have for reading and we've been kind of processing how we start our school year and encouraging each other um, face-to-face over the internet. And it is a thing. (laughs) Join me next time as we talk about The Read Aloud Family by Sarah McKenzie, a book that has revolutionized how I homeschool. You're not going to want to miss it. So we'll see you guys next time. Have a great couple of weeks. And mama, you've got this.